I'm excited. Oh my days. I am <laughs> excited. Right. You're here with me today. And um, and you know that my keyword is excitement. And I generally am. I'm really thrilled. I'm delighted beyond words because I have an incredible, incredible superwoman who has, oh, she's going to design you up for success just by listening <laughs> in today. I guarantee you're going to skyrocket because she has something incredible to deliver to you and to the world. And she really shapes and changes everything in terms of your branding, your narrative, things that you even didn't think about. She's go, She knows it. She knows it inside out. And she has that talent. She's gifted beyond measure. Not everyone has that ability to see what others don't. She is the person. So before I introduce her, I want to remind you, those who are listening, that you're on the Superwoman podcast. And it's all about elevating women of colour to smash past every concrete ceiling that society has told us we can't. Because we know that we can. Why can we? Because we're superwomen. And superwomen can. And today, you have got an incredible superwoman Oh, I'm I'm delighted. Like literally, it's been weeks of in the making before Christmas getting <laughs> on here, and you're in for an absolute treat. So, without further ado, I have Sherelle Griffins, who is ready to rock your world. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, how am I meant to follow that intro? Why you are bringing the energy? I'm like, yes, got to get going now. Got to get going. <laughs> so, my name is Sherelle Griffith, and I am a marketing strategist and business mentor, and um, predominantly working with people in like who are coaches, consultants, online service providers. My big, big thing is about helping people who are small in team size but big in ambition. Like, I'm definitely someone that's like, you don't have to have this massive team to be like that's the like success of being a business owner, entrepreneur. I'm like, absolutely, no matter what your size is. Is when you are strategic um, and for me that comes down all to like one getting really clear about what you want to achieve in your life and then designing your business purposefully in order to achieve that wow 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 like I feel quite ambitious now just talking to you yes <laughs> <laughs> so t- you know tell me what actually got you started because I know that you know everyone has their story what is your story um so this definitely was not uh, you know when people say like what do you want to be when you're younger like obviously that was not what I woke up and wanted to be I wanted to be like a pop star or on the stage and um, I was really one of those people that was torn as a child I was really into my maths and my science but I was really creative I toured Europe um, and I actually ended up going to do my degree in dance so yeah if you've ever seen me like people I'm a bit of a like shimmy and a shaker in my videos and that's where it comes from I'm definitely someone that would be <laughs> oh yeah give you the shimmy um <laughs> But I the, like the more like sciencey mathematical side of me also was always like wanting to find this combination and like always like struggling in between. And when I was doing my degree in my third year, there was a project where some people got to be in a student company and some people got to like run that company. And I was that. And that year was the first year in 10 years that they actually made a profit. And the like uh, head of the dance department was like, you realize you're the only person that's ever made a profit. I was like, yeah but it's a business and she was like yeah I get that but she was like no one and basically it was like the most anyone had ever sold in terms of like booking performances across the country booking in workshops and actually someone who managed the books properly to actually make a profitable business and I had done business at a level and thought this was literally like clearly what it was like amazing I didn't understand why you hadn't done like GCSE in earlier in life um and so it was really evident to me that I was like ah this is like this is what I want to do. And so I actually probably spent virtually like the next like 10 years, I moved to London and I was working in marketing and like behind the scenes supporting freelancers in the creative space. So 
I worked for some of the biggest companies doing like West End Productions, major ticketing agencies. Um, And really, that's what I got my teeth into marketing. And marketing for me is like this perfect blend of like, you've got to be creative. You've got to write stuff. You've got to make stuff. You've got to edit. You've got to record all these things. But if you do not do the maths, if you do not actually crunch your data, pay attention to the numbers, it's not going to happen. And as business owners, it's like, both of those things are what you need. I work with a lot of people who are really creative. Like that's why they've started a business. But I'm like, if you can't actually put this into a strategy, if you can't be practical, if we can't do your numbers, like it's not going to last. And I'm all about creating businesses that are like, yes, this is going to support your lifestyle and your dream, but it's going to last. Like no one's here to be a one hit wonder. Raise the roof, raise the roof. Oh my days. You know, I love the word that I, I'm hearing a lot is strategy strategy and that I, I really feel that because a lot of the time people don't understand that you need a strategy you yeah. definitely need it it's not even a, it's not even a let's think about this we can do it and continuing the momentum as well is is a strong point so I am so I'm so great you know the fact that you made profit to a business it's just made it's crap it's actually crapped me up <laughs> that they didn't they didn't realize that that yeah. was what they needed to but, do <laughs> and I think do you know I mean obviously like it was a student company obviously some people were doing that as they were doing it as part of their degree it's not their thing they're meant to do but I think it just really highlighted for me like that was the way my brain always was like I definitely was always someone I think I remember when I was like 15 or 16 I like remember telling my dad that he should open a Subway franchise and it was like Subway was pretty new and I think I'm from Nottingham at the time it had one now it has three I'm like you could have been that number two or three I told you I remember like getting the paperwork like I think I was just always that type of person that was like interested in business you should have done it you should have just no I couldn't I was too young like so I I remember telling my dad you could have had this oh what a sh- well I say what a shame but look at yeah. you now look where you are and look how successful you are and not only that but you're creating successful businesses that are not just successful for like you said the here and now but are sustainable and that's mm. the difference and it's something that I actually don't hear a lot of people you know yeah. businesses telling other coaches that they're going to make you sustainable they're going to make this last and that is rare I'm telling you it's rare I don't even hear that in any playbooks because it's not there it's just like (laughs) make make money now you know rich yeah but that's what sells yeah you're gonna have (laughs) like a million pound overnight all the things that come into my dms all the time I can turn you into a millionaire in 90 days I'm like really but the thing is that's what sells so that's why people are always going to be throwing out that marketing message and I'm really conscious like I like moved into the online space in 2016 when I started a company called Propel Her and I'm like in what so that must be like seven this we're now eight year now I have seen those people that have built that online business that rocketed they were everywhere every time I scrolled they were there they made them money. I'm like where are they now no like I don't know about them and some of them don't get me wrong I'm sure some people made their money left some people make a lot of money and actually they it's all disappeared now they haven't been able to sustain it and also like my big thing as well is like this is not just about money that comes to your business it's like I really see business as a tool for building wealth I'm really passionate particularly about women like learning how to make money how to save it how to invest it and so I'm like the long-term stuff of it for me is because I'm like that's how we change your life that's how we actually get you in a financial position for you to be in control why do I keep feeling like I need to raise the roof? I don't know. She's like, like raise the roof, raise the roof. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's rare. It's, it's You're rare. You are rare. And what you're saying is rare. We don't hear that enough. And again, going back to the narrative about black women, we yeah. we are constantly living in this, this, this societal 
support that to say that we need to be doing things in the now and no one's really pushing us to have generational wealth Mm -hmm. so we're hearing it only now you know only now we're hearing general generational wealth and we need to be making sure that we are sustainable to pass it on to our children and our children's children and how do we do that and we are creating businesses more women than ever are creating mm. businesses more black women than ever are creating businesses but not every one of them one percent actually able to last past the two-year mark mm. so that means there's more to be done we they need to have individuals like yourself who's setting them up for success and, and doing things in the right way <laughs> you know integrity is key yeah. isn't it and like your thing you're saying about like how many survive I also have this like bigger theory about what's not really reported now which is actually like so the area I specialize in is people obviously they're a service based and actually now there is a thing where I'm like you like the business is the business still running but actually is that properly supporting you like I think there's people that technically on paper have still got a business but if we really look at like some basic definition of successful business it's not so yeah the stats are scary about yeah there are more and more people like the barriers to entry to starting a business are lower but actually again that's why I think actually so many people don't have the strategy in place and they haven't made some of those critical like foundational decisions because when you had a bricks and mortar and you had serious money you were like okay I've got to be serious like especially like, if you had to pay, apply for funding if you had to ask for a loan etc you did the work and I'm not saying that we need to go back to the days of writing a 100 page business plan before you start a business but <laughs> now when you can just be like oh I can just open like a social media and I can start doing something and I can just like get a little like payment button on Stripe and people can pay me sometimes then we're just rushing in a bit too much and and that's, we're not doing those things that are needed to make a business that is for the long term. Yeah, I agree with that. So just pulling yourself back, making sure that you've got a plan. In fact, that's another thing is the amount of times that people don't even have a business plan. Like mm. it feels like it's so um, archaic that people say <laughs> business plan, what? You know, not even a one pager, like there is no plan. They just go into it, <laughs> going for gold with no plan. And I'm definitely one for, um, and it's interesting because I want to just let you know that my husband is, he's in business as well. And we're complete polar opposites. Like mm. I'm the planner. I don't know if it's my HR background, but I'm the planner, strategy, all that's really key to me. And he's just, I'm just going to go with the flow. And he's, he, it's kind of worked for him so far. He's been in business 15 years. He's got a six-figure yeah. business. It's worked for him. But I don't think that that is the, he's, he's, a, he's an outlier. That is not everybody. <laughs> he's an outlier. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. not kidding. You. Don't follow what he, don't follow him. Don't use his tools because he hasn't got any, he hasn't got any to share because he just, <laughs> Like, I couldn't even say, like, set it all. Let's find out how you made this. Because he doesn't yeah. have it. He's like, I didn't write anything down. I don't have any. He doesn't live like that. I wish he did. He doesn't. So that's the thing. And I agree with everything you're saying there. Now, I'm interested to know, because you you do have a business, and it's, it's, a, it's an amazing business. It, it really is. How do you, what tips do you have to, to help other women, you know, especially women of colour, who are do have other, set, you know, more setbacks, to kind of shape their success as you have done and with that business mindset that you have? So I think really, actually the thing, like there's obviously like I talk about strategy and like, yeah, you need all that stuff. But actually what I think particularly women colour in like nowadays in this world is obviously sometimes the mental blocks that actually hold people back. Because the fact is running a business requires you to really grow. And as you can tell, I'm a big reader. Like personal development was definitely like what changed my life. Like, and really investing in growing as a person but nothing prepares you for how much you have to grow once you run a business and like one of the things for example I am helping people a lot with is it's like being visible and I know myself as someone that looked at the space and was like the most people like most of what your class is my competitors are 
predominantly white men and then to put yourself in these things and be like actually how do I compete against this how am I different like not let that feel like okay I shouldn't be in that space and I think that's one of the things now is if you are someone that is trying to grow a business and you don't necessarily feel like you know you're probably not going to be the majority and you might actually be one of the only it's like that doesn't matter I can put my face out there and own that and I think also like putting your face there's a long time like I started I'll be really honest I started by blogging because I was like you can read my words and you don't necessarily need to know who I am and so really owning like and that took me having to go through mindset blocks to be like I can be visible people can see the face and still spend the money um and I know that's I'm not the only one I've definitely helped other clients um especially other women of color to get through that so I think yeah normally you are your own worst enemy when it comes to growing your business yeah no thank you for that it just reminded me of a lady who was a cake business owner and she would put everything on Instagram it would just be just cakes she mm. never showed her face yeah. the reason why she didn't show her face is because she was extremely good at what she did she made a huge living out of it and she felt she showed her face which was a black face yeah. that what would happen is no one would buy and it took a long time. And like you said, that mindset before she made the decision, I want to actually show up as me. Mm. And she's even more successful. <laughs> she's literally even more successful because people are like, wow, I did. Yeah, wow, this is great. Like, so, I, you know, and people feel like they're investing in even more than they, what they were investing in before. So your face and your visibility is actually who you are. You've got to, you've got to be able to be out there in the world. And how do you do that, though? How do you build visibility? How do you change <laughs> the mindset? I know you just said, yeah, do that. But how? I mean, I think starting off small is the way. And so particularly like if we talk about like visibility in video, which is probably a thing that a lot of people are like afraid of when it comes to business. I feel like most people have got a bit more comfortable about like dropping the odd picture in. But I think video is usually one where I get people being like, I ain't doing it. Um, <laughs> and I went on like a like massive journey last year. I like really challenged myself to go onto TikTok and end up creating videos every single day. So I'm like, I know when it comes to video like what's showing up and putting your face out there means but actually what I always say to people is some types of video are less scary than others and it's about trying to find your format like I am like 100% advocate of you need to use video in your marketing but that doesn't mean you have to start a YouTube channel tomorrow that doesn't mean you have to be like go live every single day on TikTok actually what you need to do is look and think to yourself what is going to be the least scary so I always look there's a difference between like do you want to create videos where you are recording it and then you're like, yeah, you can go back, you can edit, you can do 17 takes. Like that was how I started. I had a YouTube channel and it would take me hours to create a three minute video. But <laughs> I got a video out and I did that for a while. And that obviously brought my confidence up. And then I was like, actually, no, now I can go live. But now I prefer going live because I'm like, I ain't got the time to sit down and edit it and like judge it. Like I still ha- I still hate hearing my voice like I had a podcast I've had a YouTube channel but to sit and listen to it I hate it so if I go live I don't have to deal with any of that so that's the thing like do you want to do something recorded and then you have to listen back and you edit it or would you rather go live and then there's also like do you want to do something by yourself or would you rather do something like this do you want to be talking to someone else sometimes having someone else to talk to makes a massive difference whereas like I can talk to the camera and I'm like I can do it now people are like it's so weird like there's no one in the room with you what are you doing and so even just starting to answer those questions and it's like okay which one of those feels the least making me feel sick start with that <laughs> no I, and I you know I'm gonna have to, I, there's two things I want to go and go back on because one of the things that you said I do TikTok every day every yeah. day every day so, yes, so, every so day. We're, gonna put, we're gonna put TikTok below I don't how do you do TikTok how how, how? so 
I, <laughs> so basically, is, how do you do that? I know. So I challenged myself to go like one video a day from like the fourth of January last year, so 2022. And I was like, I'm going to do it 30 days. Let's see what happens. Because wow. I'm someone who I'm a generalist marketer. So I always say, whoever comes to me, I'm never going to be like, you have to be on a certain platform or channel. I'm always like, we will look based on your business, who you are and who your ideal client is to work out what is the best combination. And given the rise in TikTok, I thought there's only so long before someone's going to ask me. And really TikTok has quite a unique community and feel and vibe. And I was like, if you don't throw yourself into it, I'm not going to be able to properly advise. So I was like, I'm going to go every day, one video every day. And then after 30 days, I realized that wasn't enough. And so I did two videos a day from like February all the way through to August, where then I said, I'm going to do three a day. I did three a day. It didn't do anything beneficial to the stats. Um, I've got a whole blog post about where I would crunch it all so you can see exactly what happened. I took it back to two a day and now actually for this year, I've gone back to one. But the thing is, once you start doing it, it just becomes normal. So I'm a big advocate of like batch creating content anyway. So I'm someone that will be like, I've washed my, on a Monday, I wash my hair, <laughs> I do my face and then I will create videos. And so I just make the seven for the week. And actually then as the week goes on, what started to happen was I'd be inspired when I was doing something and I'd call another one and then you start to build that back. So it's definitely not, I say to people like, don't aim. And that's the same with all content is I'm like, start with a frequency that feels really manageable. Like one, one a day for me as someone who had been for years making like one post a single day on Instagram, I felt like I'm doing stories every single day. I thought I can do that. So start with something realistic. And then if you're like, right, fine, I can do this. I've done this for a month. You're like, maybe now I up it and up it. And so that's, that principle is exactly what I did for TikTok, but it's what I teach for everything when it comes to content creation. I absolutely love it. And I love the confidence you know, I think that that's the thing as well. You've got confidence. You made me laugh about, I just washed my hair on Monday and then that's it. I'm gone. I'm done. I've got my seven out of the way. And I was thinking, what if it gets to Wednesday and you re-record, you can do your hair again. No, that's, no, that's, that's why this looks like this today. <laughs> I love it like that. I, that's great. It's amazing. No, I love it like that. So first, so, um, like you're literally just like raising the roof, blowing my mind. And li- listen, this is this is gold dust. This is like literally golden nuggets. Visibility is key, you know, and they talk about video being king. You literally have to get visible. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I myself struggle. I struggled. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to be with everyone who's there to say I struggled. And I am generally a positive, confident advocate person. I struggled with it. And I realized once you've done exactly what you said, once you've done a couple of lives, realize you're talking to yourself like I didn't mind talking to myself I could see myself and like oh this is pretty cool actually I actually started to like it so I'm gonna say that if you are struggling in any way about getting visible just try to just start by recording it as you said just do what makes you feel comfortable first and then you'll skyrocket after that anything is easy anything's possible I started to do reels after that and started to enjoy it I accidentally can't I think I accidentally deleted a really successful reel because I'm not, I know it was like 15,000 and it was like trending and I'm accidentally, my kids thought press delete and on, it was on Instagram. And I was like, is that like delete, delete? Like, is that actually fun? <laughs> yeah, delete, delete. That, that's all we want to be. And I was like, oh, do I do it again? I'll just leave it. And I've just left it and I thought, I'll do more. It's okay. It's just a, it's a sign that actually there's something that I, I found it. And I actually enjoy it. I enjoy doing reels. enjoy doing reels with my kids. So if you go on Instagram, I'm there as well. But more importantly, I want to learn from you. So that just, so the tips are, did you hear that? Build your confidence, get visible, get that mindset and really push past what you've just said 
Now, I want to know more about your business because you kind of talked about it at the very beginning, but I want to know more about what you do. So can you kind of shape that for me so that if someone's watching, they can say, I need that and they can tap in today? Yeah. So there's, I mainly work with people one-on-one. So as I said, I'm really someone that's passionate about finding that magic sweet spot between like what marketing you need based on your ideal clients, your business and you. And that, that bit's really important. Like, so I'm someone that's, you know, I understand how big businesses work and those, that type of marketing can be exactly the same. Like you can just copy your competitor because it's a marketer that's doing it. It's someone who's trained in all these things. Whereas when you're small, if you are doing your own marketing and you're trying to just copy your competitor and you've been like, this is not working. This is what happens when people do cutty cutter marketing strategies. It's because it's not made for you. And so like, that's what, like when people will say to me, like, are you going to make me dance on Instagram? And I'm like, no, like I literally have never (laughs) ever had a client that I've made dance because for me, that's like the easiest thing, like stick on the camera, put a few texts well done. Whereas for someone else that's like, I want to pull my eyes out. So my thing is like, I have to do it one-on-one so we can really get to the, like that sweet spot in between. And then, um, so some people I work with, I work two ways. So one is just like, you can have a strategy day with me. I work with you for a day to really like go through your whole business and help you understand exactly what you'll be doing. And this can be a combination of if you only need content and you're like, this is the marketing, that's the bit that needs sorting out, we do that. But then for quite a lot of other people, I'll actually do some of the bits behind. So like I do one where I help people for the whole year plan for their business. But I'm like, if you haven't got your offers right and you haven't got your pricing and I'm not confident that even when you, like, you can physically do this, like one of my things is as a solopreneur, your marketing part of the picture and I want to make sure your strategy works so I'm always like how does this sit along all the other hats you wear as a solopreneur because the reality is we are juggling so much and I'm like a one person strategy which means can you live that strategy alongside doing all your client calls doing all your admin doing your bookkeeping still living the life you want to live and all that stuff Oh, honestly, uh, you're a rarity. Like, <laughs> uh, you, you don't understand how rare you are. Like, I've never heard someone going, they usually give you this big strategy, this plan or whatever it is, and then get on with it. They, know, they don't really consider that actually you're a soapener and you've got no time on, you may have kids and you actually have a life that needs to run in yeah. order for you to live. <laughs> so yeah, that's so true. And no one considers it. I don't, I don't, I've seen a lot and I don't really think that people yeah. tend to consider it. Not I think that's the difference of someone. So I do all my own marketing. And I think that's the difference. A lot of people that learn now from marketing is someone that has a team that's doing it. And so they've lost touch with the actual reality. Like I'm someone that I'm like, I've had a podcast. I've had a YouTube channel. I've had a blog. I've been on every single social media planner. I send out emails every week. I know I can tell you exactly how long it takes me to do those tasks. So I know that if I'm telling you to be like, go mate, 25 videos, you're like, that's my whole week, love. Like, how am I going to do anything else? That's like the whole thing. You would tell someone to make 25 videos. No, no I'm saying I wouldn't because okay, a big business could do that because they could have someone who is just making video creation. Do you get what I mean? It's a di- it's yeah. a different thing when you're running it yourself. So so that's one way I work with people just for the day. And then other people, I do business mentoring where I work for them like six months plus. Because what I've actually realized is when you run a business by yourself, like you can have that strategy but the reality, as I said, like the mindset stuff comes into play and also like to keep going to like when the things pop up, when you're trying to implement it, you've got to learn new things. So I'll be like doing trainings with people and I'm giving them accountability and I'm giving that ongoing support with other business decisions that come up because a lot of people don't actually have someone that's got that brain to be able to be like, this is what you need to do. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And I'm going to let you know that I literally have a coach 
for everything in my business <laughs> I'm, I don't want anyone to think and come on here and think I'm doing it all I actually outsource a lot of stuff yeah. the people thinking I've got five children almost six I'm pregnant with the six how am I doing it all people ask me that all the time and for me it's hiring somebody like yourself who has that knowledge and that skill mm -hmm. to kind of see me through so I have coached some business and marketing and mindset I literally have people who are in my corner all the time I do not do this alone yeah. you, you need to make sure that if you're stepping out into business you have your team and it can be people that you're outsourcing and you you've yeah. grabbed the right person like Sherelle because basically you can't we can't we're not experts in everything we're only gifted in so much you yeah. know we're just not gifted in everything I want to be able to work in my mode of genius and that is not everything I am not a website designer I'm just not, I'm not doing it. And I have heard people who've got businesses saying things like, I'm building my website. And like, are you a website builder? No, I'm just learning how to do it. How long is that taking you? Like, why would you do that? Just like, and I know that resources are a big thing, but yeah. wherever you can take that time and use your investment wisely, it'll be things that you are, are not gifted in and you yeah. can move it to the right person and it's always got to be the right person and the right finances as well yeah and I think that. there's also combinations of being like you said like not there's a big difference I think when you come out by yourself to be like yeah what things do you need to also outsource and it's like if you don't have the money and the resources right now then it's also like okay well what does that look like in terms of what are my gaps that I need to improve in so like I will say to some people it's like I will make that strategy and they it goes to a VA and I've had meetings we'll have a strategy day with the three of us so I'll have the actual founder and I'll have like a VA um because they're like I'm outsourcing it but then sometimes it's like actually you do you could upskill yourself enough in that area but it's like you just need to give yourself a little bit of time and it's better to work with someone than to spend hours trying to find something on Google and I think also that's then when you get conflicting in, uh, information like one of the biggest reasons I come across people with overwhelm when it comes to marketing is there are so many ways and actually when I help people I'm literally like we, you're going to do these four things and they're the only things and anything any other shiny object that gets announced this year do not worry about it. Do not focus on it. Like that is only for when you've got a team. And that, that is a big thing about running a business by yourself is being really like really? not getting distracted by the shiny objects and like that guilt of feeling like I should be doing this. I should be doing that. But it's like, no, you can't do everything. No, you can't do everything. And I like the idea that you what, what you just said. And yes, I do outsource a lot. But I do keep up things that I enjoy. Like yeah. I enjoy writing. I, you know, it's not my biggest strength in terms of I'm dyslexic, but I keep that as my thing. Yeah, there are some written work that I do outsource, but the majority of the things I enjoy, like LinkedIn writing, I do it myself because I like it. So yeah. take the time to upskill yourself in things you like, outsource things you don't like, and where you think you need an expert like marketing because you're not skilled in that area, get someone like Sherelle, like literally and someone that's really that really cares about you as a small business owner as well not somebody who who is going to throw everything at you and say you've got to do this now 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 and the reality is you can't do it you can't mm -hmm. achieve it so that just kind of gives me the question into you as a person Sherelle because you help a lot and you give a lot by the sound of it and what you've said but how do you look after your well-being and you as a person to keep your business running because you, you've got a business as well you're a small yeah. business it's the same as everyone else 
so I am someone that definitely has like really worked on like my habits. So like in terms of like my morning routine and I was saying like, I filmed this afternoon, I just got on this like freezing, I feel like it must be like two degrees outside at the moment walk, but I try and make sure I go out on a walk every single day. Like I think in terms of having a routine about what I do in the morning, getting my steps in, I do yoga, like trying to do the healthy things that I've learned from the books and actually implement them. That's something that I really do. Um, I have got other like support. So I am part, I have got marketing mentors that mean that I can make sure that I'm on top of my game um and and also for me like as someone who is um like an extrovert it's constantly being like how do I keep actually someone who works from home my energy levels up so like one of my things this year is definitely I've been like booking in more conferences and events and getting out because in order for me to actually keep going it's like I have to keep filling that cup up yeah yeah definitely you have to yeah you back because you're getting all the energy from everybody else <laughs> yeah. and I, I I you won't even believe this yeah um that I actually believe I'm a fake extrovert. A like, fake must one. <laughs> must be. I'm a fake extrovert. Like I am the person that knows what I need to do. I know I need to network. I know I need to be in those places and I will make the effort to be there. But I have to go away then and sit in my dark little corner to re-get, because it, it drains me so much yes and then when I've been it drains me I'm like I'm so drained I'm so drained I'm so drained why am I so drained it's because I've had all this like literally sucked energy out of me but then I'll be back in it again and I'll you know start again and so I when I was a young I was painfully shy I was absolutely painfully shy so I feel like that I've and I went my mum put me in drama school and told me to build confidence and build like this and I think I built this person yeah. <laughs> around mm. myself but so I can understand what you're saying but I'm I feel like I'm the opposite I'm like the idea like so uh, I'm just encouraging those maybe not fake ext- introverts but maybe <laughs> but maybe I'm saying I'm a fake extrovert because people think I'm an extrovert and I generally think I'm not but if you are an introvert there may be ways around what you've said to do do you have any advice for those who may be introverted as opposed to not so like as I, community, but wants yeah. to build a business I actually think for an online business, my belief is main is that more introverts actually are successful and more introverts run online businesses because it is this idea that actually you can have a lot of time by yourself. You can do that deep thinking. You can create things like, particularly when I think about people that co- create courses and stuff, it's like, you can just sit by yourself, like, I'm just going like, <laughs> to do all this and do all this and create it. And you don't really need to be involved with anyone. So I, I actually feel like in my heart, I'm like, it's actually probably easier to be an uh, introvert and run an online business. So I think it's like, again, like either way, like you were saying, you just know you have to take the time afterwards to be able to um, recuperate. And I actually was talking to someone who like was an introvert and I'm going to this event in person. And she was like, I've just got the virtual ticket because actually the travel and talking to people was like just going to drain me too much. So there is still even more and more options now in terms of like how you can be building both like how you run your business and actually how you interact with other people oh that's amazing now if you had a looking glass and <laughs> you were to project yourself like five years into the future can you because uh, you're no. just like rocketing like <laughs> and raising the roof and all that where do you see yourself I'm interested I honestly like this question is probably like one of the worst questions and like right now it's a really hard thing and it's not because I don't have like a vision for my business but I suppose I'm just I feel like at an age where it's like things could just change so drastically in the next five years. Um, like if I think about 
five years ago <laughs> like that is actually quite funny I was writing an email yesterday where I was talking about like some blog posts I wrote in 2018 and I just never would have realized the person and the business I would have now yeah. so my thing my thing is very clear though like I know I'm gonna be online I'm not someone like I've been here I'm not about to disappear that's like one thing I know I'm like will I still be continuing to do, be marketing and like helping people to grow their business I'm pretty sure about that do I know the way it will look? No. Do I know where I live? No. Like, <laughs> they're the question marks. <laughs> I love it. I love question marks, though. That means your future is your, your oyster. Future is your oyster. Your world, world is your oyster. Your world is your oyster. <laughs> That's the word. I couldn't get it out then. Your world is your oyster. And actually, yeah. you wherever you get to in five years' time is going to be an amazing place. And you're going to take so many people with you. You're not doing this alone. You're making sure businesses are set up for success along the way. Now, I am so delighted that you have come on and that you've just given people those nuggets to set them up for success. Now, if you want to find out more and, you know, find Sherelle and find out more, you're going to have to go down below because that's where her her socials are going to be and you go and follow her immediately. Especially if you're a small business owner and you are ambitious and you want to have success in your business and you've not even thought about marketing or it's trickled into your mind, it's time to do something and do it now just below <laughs> go and do it now so thank you thank you thank you so much for being on here it's been an absolute amazing and I am literally going to be following you now to learn hey. as much <laughs> as I possibly can without having to take it on myself because that's just not me mm-hmm. I want someone like you and definitely do the same if you're listening so thank you so much and forward to joining our on our next session which is going to be episode nine